0: Have you ever had an idea, a goal, or passion, but find yourself stuck in the someday or maybe phase? Good morning, everyone. I'm Michelle Dufford, and this is the Goal Getters Podcast. On this podcast, we will interview incredible entrepreneurs who, just like you, had an idea, a goal, and a passion, and they said yes. They have put in the hard work and have made that idea a reality. On this podcast, we will explore what role vision and goals has played in each of these people's lives. We will talk about success and yes, that scary F word, failure. And of course, we'll have some fun along the way. We're glad you're here, have a listen. Hey, good morning, listeners. We are here with Lindsay Marshall from Eventful Yoga. Lindsay, welcome.
1: Hi, good morning.
0: Good morning, good morning. Hope you're having a great day thus far. And we are so excited to have you on the show to share more about your business and your journey to come up with the business and all that good stuff. So, Lindsay, start off and tell us a little bit about yourself and about Eventful Yoga.
1: Okay. well, I am Lindsay Marshall. I was born and raised in Park City, Utah, where we are taping this podcast right now. Um, And I did not love growing up here. So I left the day I graduated high school and traveled to every major city, traveled around the world a little bit, just trying to find my home. And after 15 years of traveling, I came back to Park City and realized (laughs) I was home all along. (laughs) So uh, there were other circumstances. My sister had moved back and my parents were here. And I just, after all that city life, I was ready for that hometown connection, which Park City really has. So, um, And I knew I wanted to start a yoga business. That was kind of the big thing. I had been in corporate America for 10 years. I was a paralegal in family law, and then eventually moved into collegiate uh, law, essentially working at Northwestern University, and as much as I loved that type A organization theory, I am not meant, I wanted to always be my own boss, that's what I always said. I don't like nine to five. And I have a love for travel, and I just I wanted to make my own hours, and it was really difficult when they said, "Hey, you get two weeks, ten days out of 365 days, to have vacation time." So, um, I decided to move back here. My dad actually ran his own business for 40 plus years, very successful painting business. So I grew up with parents that were entrepreneurs. My mom did lots of odds and ends jobs, started businesses. So I just, I loved that freedom. And so I moved back here at, I think I was like 32 or 33 and was like, I'm going to make this work. And a big part of that was that I was going to take my ego and let it sit to the side because to be, to live in park city, you have to have lots of jobs. So I had to take, um, a restaurant job. I worked at Lululemon, which actually was one of the greatest opportunities that came across. And then I hustled and I hustled and I contacted everyone. And I really, it was starting from the ground up to just start teaching yoga. And I loved it. I mean, yoga is where I'm happy. There's just so many things about it that make me so happy. And one day I was driving into town and I just had this image of a bride in a dress doing yoga poses. So I called my girlfriend who's an event planner and said, Hey, can we like do this thing? I have this idea. I want to do a yoga company where we go in the day of your big day and do yoga because I've been in bridesmaid a million times and I know how stressful it is. And what if we called it eventful yoga? And so it's meant for you to take a deep breath on your big day. And that's kind of where that idea spiraled from. And, um, It was actually Lululemon that helped me put it all into place because they taught me this thing of vision and goals. And what I found about myself is I will take big risks, but I fear is scary. I mean, quitting a corporate job with benefits, moving back to my hometown, moving in with my parents. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which I've done a million times now. I love my parents, they've been so helpful. But you know, these were all big risks that I took. And um as courageous as I can be to jump off the cliff and take the risks, I also like to procrastinate. So I'll have these ideas, but it's not until the final hour that I'll like jump in and do them. And Lululemon gave us this thing, Vision and Goals, and I sat down and they said, oh, you have like five days to do it. You cannot procrastinate. And we had um, a senior member of our team like sit down with us and um, it was Haley, Haley Lebsack, and she um, pushed me and I wrote out a whole business plan and um, I wrote my goals and it kind of snowballed from there. And so for every year, I have done my own vision and goals and it truly has helped um with the ebbs and flows of business. So that's kind of just the the way that eventful yoga came into fruition.
0: Mm. Oh my gosh, okay, there's so much to unpack there because first, I didn't know that you hated living here and you left and traveled <laughs> the, the country and the world. It
1: was a small town. I um so my family, my my dad moved here in the 70s and um but he's originally from the east coast, which you know, we have a love of the East coast when we Mm -hmm. go back. So I went to sleepaway camp in New Hampshire for seven plus years. And I was with girls from Manhattan. And like, you know, when you're in a small town park city and you're surrounded by girls from Manhattan, (laughs) all you want to do is be like a Manhattan girl. And so I was just like, Oh, I just need to be in a big city. And I just, you know, I love skiing and all that type of stuff. But I grew up with these kids from like preschool. I was so sick of their faces and um, I still love them all. It's really great to run into them. But <laughs> I was ready for change. So I, yeah, I started looking at colleges my freshman year in high school.
0: You were ready. And I was trying
1: to get as far away as possible. Mm-hmm. And it all worked out in the end.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. That's a fun, fun tidbit to know. And I love how you then were sharing about the vision, like see, actually seeing a bride you know, in her wedding dress, like, and then being able to look at vision and goals and like taking that vision, creating a business and creating a business plan. Right. It's like, sometimes mm-hmm. we see glimpse of things and, and we really need to pay attention to what those are. and And we might not know right in that moment, but like, it obviously was kind of your true North of what drove you to start this business and stay so rooted in it. So that's so cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was, yeah. It was, I can like, I remember it exactly. I was driving on I 80 into Kimball junction and it just like popped in my mind. And I was like, Oh my God, this is, this could be, I was trying to think of, I mean, as you know, there's a million yoga teachers and we're all trying to offer similar, but different offerings. And I have something that I can bring to the table where someone else has something that they can bring to the table. And I was just trying to figure out a creative way to, make myself stand apart from all the other businesses mm-hmm. and that's what popped into my head and um not only has it been like fun and unique but we've also pivoted a little bit into offering so many different other options and that was a big part too not being stuck in I'm just going to do bridal yoga because honestly now we haven't done a ton of bridal yoga because if you, you know, you've been married then like that day of, you don't have a lot of time to do yoga. So, um, we'll do day like week of stuff and stuff like that, but it's, it's changed from the original vision, but it's been great. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, yeah. it's cool that it, That I know exactly what you mean when you say that you saw this vivid picture and this glimpse, and then that's what drove you. It's, I've been reflecting. So one of our goals um, is to, or was to be able to work in the best coffee shops in the world. And I remember it was a five-year goal and um, it was 2018 and I was sitting in a coffee shop um, with my husband, the coffee shop happened to turn into a bar at five o'clock, which was even better. That wasn't part of my vision. But I, I turned around after getting a coffee because we were still working. And um, and my husband's sitting there working and my computer's sitting, sitting there and we're working. And I'm like, this is exactly what I had visualized and we're here, we're doing it you know, and it, we were a little early. It took us three years to get there and it was a five-year goal, but it, it was so fun to just see that moment and like, yes, this feels right. And Mm -hmm. I think where we get stuck is we, we as a society are so like, we have to be nine to five or we have to be Monday to Friday, or we have to be in the corporate job with the benefits. And I'm not Mm -hmm. saying like everyone should go ditch that, but like when you have the courage and the vision and the trust to try something different, it doesn't have to be that.
1: Right, right. And it's it's hard because I so envy people who are very comfortable in or challenged by their nine to five and they, you know, that works for them. And I think that that's, that's so great. I mean, that's, you know, we need that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would encourage people, if you do have this drive, you know that there's something else out there. I think that was the big thing. I was not happy in my job. I was sitting at my desk. I was late to work all the time. I wasn't putting my heart into it. And when I start to check out, that's when I know, okay, it's time to go because I'm not putting, I know that there's more in me that I can give and I can give a hundred percent and I should give a hundred percent. And if I'm not giving someone a hundred percent, then something's not right. Mm -hmm. And so if you have that same drive and you have a vision, I know it's so scary because you're like, well, what if I fail? And honestly, failure is the only way we learn. Like you don't learn from your success. You learn from your failures. So take that, try it out, see what happens. And even in failure, you will find your next step to that next goal. And it, it truly, Um, it's scary and it takes time, but I just encourage anyone to do it. If you have that drive, Mm -hmm. because it has made my life so much better. Um, what I will say is I don't take vacation time. (laughs) So all of that I wanted, all of that freedom, all of that. Um, it's not here yet, but it will be here eventually. So that is, that is how I know that I love what I do because I do it, um, with very little breaks. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. And you do have such a gift to share with the world. We have had the opportunity to take Lindsay's class and you are phenomenal and you have this knack for amazing music and laughter and fun and insightful messaging. Um, So you are sharing that gift and it's impacting other people, which has to feel good too.
1: Right. That's, I think that's the biggest thing for me, especially when you, you know, get into, okay, now I've, I have my vision. Now I need to actually pay my mortgage with my vision. And that's hard, especially as a yoga instructor. Um, and so it's a hustle and there's a lot of days where it's like, okay, I'm going to go to this class. I'm going to teach this class. I'm going to teach this class and you get burnt out for sure. And I, I'm not good. I haven't found the one thing is that balance between like, off and on. I I don't have a good balance there. So, but when I am tired and I walk into a yoga class and I'm like, oh gosh, I have to teach another yoga class. But then people come in and they start to respond to what I'm saying. And it's more not of just going to warrior two, but if you were to do this and drop your shoulders and do that, and you start to see these little cues and people responding and their bodies just relaxing to your mm. response, or you see the energy into your response and you're like, okay, like this is bringing, I love the people's response. And that is what I, you know, I'll walk out of the class and be like, that was worth it. Like, even yeah. though I'm tired, that was, you know, that is everything that I do is to help people, their bodies, their minds, and to see the response to that just drives me every day. So mm-hmm. it's great.
0: hmm Um, You started to talk about failure, which is such a fun segue because we love to talk about failure on the show because it's one of the things that stands in the way of so many people that I talk to. They are afraid of – they're afraid to start they're afraid to start. We, we can think of, we, we have this motto, right. Of what's the best that could happen, but really our brains are trained to say what's the worst that's going to happen. And we can spiral ourselves into all kinds of places. So um, if you would share with us one of your biggest failures um, while starting this business and what you learned from that.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I, I always, I think about it. And like I said, I don't, my failures I I see failure as an opportunity to grow and all of that. Um, But in the beginning, you know, I had, I had my um, not backup plans, but I had Lululemon and I had the restaurant. So I was, if you're looking from a financial standpoint, I had those backups so that I could have some ability to um, try new things and take risks and stuff like that. And so for me, You know, there wasn't like, hey, I'm just going to jump on in. I'm going to put everything in. And therefore, if everything fails, you know, then I'm like, you know, up a creek for sure. And so.
0: Yeah, you had like a security, a a security net.
1: Right. And I, yeah. So I, I didn't have a lot of failure there. I think like I could foresee Had I moved here and said, well, you know, I was in the corporate world for 10 years. I'm not going to be a hostess. I'm 33. Mm. All of these hostesses that I'm working with are, you know, 18 and 19. Like, I felt like such a mother hen, you (sighs) know. And I worked at that restaurant for three years. I loved it. It was actually... I realized I, I had to put my ego aside to be like, okay, these girls are like in college. They're starting their lives. Like it's such a great time. And I'm like in my thirties, all my friends are having babies. All of them are getting married and I'm working, you know, late night hours at a restaurant as a hostess, not even a server. So I'm not making server money. That's for sure. But I didn't, I loved it. I just, I didn't let my ego get in the way I would say the biggest in looking at failures, COVID has actually been the biggest challenge for me, um, and not that it's been a failure, but it's been the opportunity to have a lot of failure. And instead of kind of falling into, you know, dips of depression where. I just don't want to do anything. I've pivoted and tried to make the best out of the worst situation. So one of my greatest successes is that I booked a retreat. I was hosting a retreat in Italy and that was a huge talk about procrastination. I, (laughs) I waited and waited. I just, you know, and my fiance was amazing. He was like, you can't leave the house until you do X, Y, and Z. Because he knew this was, I was putting it off. I was so scared. No one wanted to come to Italy with me. And in the end, I sold out the trip.
0: In the end, everyone wants to go to Italy with you. In the
1: end, everyone wanted to go to Italy. And then COVID happened. And I will say there were lots of tears. There were lots of conversations with my parents not only from like, I, this has been a dream of mine, but also there was a huge financial component to it. And this was going to be a big financial success, but there was also a huge financial risk. And I think that, as you can tell, I'm not a big financial risk taker. I always like to have a backup plan. Mm-hmm. Well, there was no backup plan with this. And, you know, I think, um, the failures I had were short They were the meltdowns. They were the tears. They were the sleepless nights. The first three weeks of COVID and quarantine, I was taking melatonin. None of my yoga stuff was able to help me sleep, help me be calm. Like, talk about a yogi who was, like, running at a 10. (laughs) Um, And so I guess that is a failure right there. Like, all of these principles I – out to the world of taking deep breaths of stepping back from the situation of trying to find the positive. I wasn't able to do any of that. Mm -hmm. And it was with time and with counsel from my family and from my fiance that we were able to make a decision to postpone it. And it's still changing every day. Um, We postpone for October and it looks like we're going to postpone until June of next year. Um, And so Now I'm hoping that with a little more clarity, I can come into the situation with some of those yoga principles and with some, you know, not being so emotionally tied to it, take the deep breaths, do all that type of stuff. And if it never ends up working, the success was that people wanted to go and the failure was COVID and that's not my frigging fault. Everyone knows (laughs) that, so, you know, um, it's been a challenge. And as you can hear in my voice, I still haven't figured it out. So I, you know, I'm still in the the mud of it. You're and, in it. Yeah. You know, let's talk in a year from now and maybe there will be more clarity. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, yeah, it's been a struggle for sure. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of living in, I guess, I don't know if I would call it failure, but I'm, I'm living in not an opportune situation, which mm-hmm. we're, we're all living in right now. So I'm sure like, Our worst selves have come out to our partners, to our friends, to our children in all types over the last couple of months. And it's a matter, I think, of recognizing that. And then how can I change that?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And that's kind of where I'm at.
0: Yeah. And and I think what I love that you spoke to, and, and if our listeners haven't experienced class with you or meditation with you, you spoke to some of the tools that you have in your toolbox that weren't working specifically with this, but that's okay. But you still knew you had access to them. So, you know, things like breath work, things like um, taking a yoga class, if you will. Oops, hold on. I think we got that figured out. We're still learning. Look at that. Um, What we were talking about was Tools. So being able to leverage tools during a time of failure or a time of a season that might be trying for us, um, I encourage people, specifically people who are entrepreneurs, because it is a roller coaster of ups and downs and things that are going well, and then we pivot and and all those things. But um, really anyone, everyone can access and benefit from having tools like breathwork and yoga and um I've shared with so many people that during COVID, I was so grateful to have had those tools because there were days that I didn't want to get out of bed. There were days where... Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's going to actually keep going. I don't know why it keeps playing this little part. It really wants to challenge me. Um, Okay, we're fine. Um, So having those tools to be able to hold them out and try them. And sometimes they still don't work. So then it's like, how do you lean into your people that are going to help you get through a tough season? Cause we're all in it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we really are. And, and whether you're trying to keep your business afloat or you're just trying to keep your kids, you know, from killing each other and driving you crazy. <laughs> like we're all in such a unique situation together. And I think that, um, it makes everyone a little bit more relatable. And, um, it's been, you know, the silver lining in all of this is that we have been able to rely on each other so much. And that's been really a blessing of connecting with family across the country and friends that I haven't seen in a long time. And when those tools of, Uh, breath work and stuff didn't work I got to explore new tools too because you're just I think what I realized is that you it's constant work on yourself and how recognizing okay this is something that I do this is how I can change this or just be comfortable with where I'm at and being being okay in discomfort Mm -hmm. that's you know, a a big class I teach is the practice of yin yoga, where you're physically uncomfortable and you have to quiet your body. And I feel like we're just in a giant Yin class right now where it's like, okay, how do I relax the tension in my body and then let my mind just be a little bit more focused? And it's, I I say to my students, yin yoga is the hardest practice you will ever do. So we're living in a permanent yin yoga class right now. And, um, but the sweet success is when you come out of those poses and you get that flush in your body and you're like, Oh my gosh, my hips have never been so open. And that is coming too. So I think there is an optimism there that like, you know, our hips will be open soon. We just you have read
0: my it. mind. You read my mind. I'm like, so you're saying that yeah, after exactly. all this, it's going to feel so good. <laughs>
1: I hope it feels good. My fear is that like, you know, and this is, this is probably a failure for me. This is truly a failure um, I drive at two speeds. I either am working my ass off or I'm sound asleep in bed. Like if I have a day off, I may stay in my PJs all day and that's totally fine, but I don't want to run at these two speeds. I want to have a really nice balance. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, so it, you know, figuring out how to, um, back off from that speed so that we can enjoy, Life And I feel like COVID has done that for everyone, especially when we were in quarantine, you know, people were able to play board games. And I mean, we did a puzzle that we ended up framing because it's the only puzzle we did. But <laughs> just to like commemorate this time and, you know, like the environment got cleaner and, you know, you I talked to my Nana a ton and I, I had Zooms with my cousins. I don't want any of that to change. I just mm-hmm. want COVID to be done. Mm-hmm. So that is my biggest hope is to take My failure of running at a certain speed when I have the freedom to run at it and see if I can minimize that a little bit so that I can maintain these friendships and this time that I've had with everyone Mm. Um, once we come out of this world that we're living in. Yeah.
0: Really sl- like slowing down, seeing what is truly important, seeing what we truly yeah. value, and yeah. slowing down a bit can be so eye-opening. And and it can also like you said, it can be very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we just want to change that. We want to get out of what is not comfortable instead of just being in it and learning yeah. through it.
1: Yeah, you learn a lot when you sit in your own discomfort. So, um and i'm not comfortable not running at a certain pace mm-hmm. like if i don't have a ton going on in one day it's like well what am i supposed to do with myself mm-hmm. and i live in this gorgeous place like go for a hike oh my goodness But yeah, I, that's really one of the things I need to work on. And I've said that for years, Mm um, but that will probably be on my vision and goals for 2021.
0: All right. We'll look for it. I love it. Um, let's go into rapid fire, the fun, the fun stuff. So all you have to do, I'm going to ask you questions. Tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. You don't even have to think about it. Um, and we'll have some fun with it. So are you ready?
1: Yeah. Deep breaths. Okay, Okay. Deep breaths.
0: Um, your favorite thing that's currently in your closet.
1: Oh, gosh. Um, I would probably say, um, well, the first thing that comes to mind is any of my, like, comfortable <laughs> that I, live in. I do have a couple of dresses in there. You know what I want in my closet is my wedding dress. So that's, like, my vision is that I really just want that hanging there, and it will be there soon.
0: Hopefully. Yay! That'll be your favorite thing. That'll be my favorite thing. <clears throat> a song that you have on repeat.
1: Oh, um <clears throat> I'm so boring and I'm so bad at this. My fiance <laughs> plays guitar in our house and he's like learning all these new songs but I know them I just don't know the How so do they go? we <laughs> will start um like getting into my head but really my what's been on on my when I listen to stuff is podcasts. I'm I've kind of stepped away from music a little bit since I teach with music. Mm. And so, really, I just love hearing people's conversation. Um, so let's make that my music. Just yeah. Hearing
0: people. Do you have a favorite podcast?
1: The Armchair Expert is, um, of course, my go-to. Dax Shepard is amazing and so insightful. Um, and that's really the big one that I listen to on a regular basis.
0: Okay. Uh, one thing that you will add to your bucket list?
1: Hmm. That I'll add to my bucket list. It's pretty long. Um, or you can
0: share your something. favorite thing on your bucket list. Either one.
1: Well, hmm. I have being a travel person. The two my two big things are heli skiing um, in Canada, which we're going to do for our honeymoon. So um, fingers crossed that we get to do that. And two, going to Africa for a safari. Um, when Amazing. I traveled, when I took a break from corporate world, I went to Thailand and worked on an elephant sanctuary and it really changed my life. So I'd love to go to Africa and do that. But I do think that since COVID happened um, and seeing everyone in um, like the, the sleeping travel van things, um, Winnebago's, those type of things, I would love to get a Winnebago and just travel the country. That has been something I've never had a desire for, but there's so many amazing places in, America and so I would love to when we're retired and don't have as much going on in our lives just drive from place to place and just kind of take a deep breath in like every amazing gorgeous location that America has to offer Mm
0: -hmm. that sounds that sounds awesome um a chore you hate doing
1: Oh, the dishes. That I can answer in five seconds. <laughs> Ask my fiance. He has a lot to say about that.
0: You are not alone in that. There's a lot of people who have answered the dishes. I like it. Um, ice cream, favorite ice cream flavor.
1: Oh, especially cause it's summertime. Yes. Uh, chocolate fudge brownie was my go-to, although chunky monkey is a favorite as well.
0: Okay. Um, drink of choice coffee or some evening beverage.
1: You know, uh, my coffee game is getting a little weak because I've started like with celery juice and this, um, thing called athletic Greens. So it gives me enough energy. Um, so evening beverage in the summertime would be like a nice glass of rosé with a ton of ice in it sitting on the back porch. That to me is like quintessential summertime. Oh
0: yeah. I can, with the sunset that we had last night. It's like, yes, so good. Um, a sound that you love to hear.
1: Oh, I would say like my niece and nephew laughing. Mm. That to me, just laughter in general, but their little giggles, it just oh, it just warms my
0: heart. Oh, so good. All right, Lynn. Thanks. That was fun. Um, if you can tell our listeners where they can find you, we would love to know that.
1: Well, everything is Eventful Yoga. So if you go to my website, which is eventfulyoga.com, or follow me on Instagram at eventfulyoga, um we're on facebook as well and instagram and facebook are the places that i put up like pop up classes and i started to do some like cooking videos i'm like kind of slow on the quarantine train <laughs> so i'm just starting to get into the bread game but i made some amazing bagels yesterday so if you want to just follow me on instagram it's eventfulyoga Um, but yeah, my website will have all my other information and you can email me at eventfulyoga at gmail.com.
0: Awesome. And we will put all that information in the notes so people can access you if they live locally or if they're coming to town for a special event. Um, definitely check out Lindsay and eventful yoga. And if you'll just very lastly leave our guests, um, with, One tip of advice for someone who has an idea, has a goal, has a business idea and is afraid to start, what would you tell them to do?
1: I would start with baby steps, you know, write down. I like like writing down the big picture and then little steps to get there, because when you have this grand idea of something, you're like, okay, well, that is unattainable because it's going to take, you know, years to get there. So even if it's just I'm going to call this one person to tell them about my idea, you know, put it out in the universe, write it down, tell your friends and family Just start the ball rolling by talking about it. Not only will it get you excited to then make that next baby step, but it also gets your friends and family around you to support you. And I think that was the biggest thing with, you know, my friends and being back here in Park City, everyone was like, well, what can we do to help you? And people would come out for photo shoots and I would just be in tears because I'm like, you're just helping me and it's amazing. And so I think that would be the one thing I would recommend. Just start talking about it because then people will make you accountable for it.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. We like it. Baby steps. So starting with something small, having kind of, um, you know, these little things that you can bite off or chew off and, and work towards. sustainable goals. You don't yep.
1: need this grand thing because that's, you know, as a procrastinator, <laughs> that you just put that on the shelf and you're like, I'll get to that eventually. <laughs> Someday. Need procrastination. So I need, even if it's just get out of bed today, yep. you know, little, little goals. If you get out of bed, that is the greatest success you've had that day. So mm-hmm. there you go. Mm-hmm.
0: Thanks, Lindsay. Well,
1: thank you for having me on. This has been so fun. Your
0: first podcast. We're so honored. First
1: podcast, yes. (laughs) Well, you were very gentle with me, so I appreciate it.
0: (laughs) Of course. Thank you uh, to our listeners. We will put all Lindsay's information in the notes. Have a great day. Go take your first baby step towards your goals. Take care. You've been listening to the Goal Getters podcast powered by Create Possibility. If these stories are inspiring you and getting you excited to take the first step towards your goals, but you're still not sure exactly where to start, reach out today. Our contact information is in the notes. We do one-on-one coaching, group coaching, strategizing sessions, as well as we're launching a six-week program in September that you will be able to access virtually and learn at your own pace. There's no time like the present to start, start now, start now, start now, and let's go.